So this is Totally Unscripted. Welcome uh, to our latest show. So I think we're continuing a little bit of a theme here. It is. Um, so we had last week, we had Document AI. So you can find a recording on our website and YouTube channel for that. So we were talking about physical uh, documents and digital documents. Um, and quite often the scenario is you've got data and signatures and so on in those. And so uh, this week we've got DocuSign. And um, looking at some of the numbers, I can't believe anyone's never heard of DocuSign before. So I, I don't think there's much of an introduction required. But Charles, is, is there any highlights for you? I think there is some highlights for me. When you think about the, the process, right, and you mentioned, you know, workflow of, of documentation, um, you know, the hardest part, the last mile is validating the, the validity of that document. And DocuSign's found a great niche starting with doing that. And I think they're nearly a 20-year-old company now. But when you look at their assets and you look at their solutions, and you look at their offerings, it's actually a huge, huge business process. And uh, it's pretty amazing what they've, they've been able to accomplish and how they've been able to help uh, not just, you know, folks you know, processing documents, but developers really enable solution making on their platform with their tools. Uh, the extensive number of APIs is, is, is amazing. So I'm super impressed and, and, and super excited to hear about, um, about their business. Uh, Steve, you, you ever used DocuSign? You come across DocuSign before? Sure, yeah, I have. Used it? Yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a business account, a personal account. Absolutely. <laughs> I think one of the big things for me is, as you mentioned, Charles, it's the API. So creating a service, but then creating a service that other people can use as well. So let's hear from the experts uh, for for that service. So we're delighted to have Jeremy and also Nima both from DocuSign uh, on the show. So uh, should we start off with some some light introductions? Jeremy, do you, do you just want to say a couple of things about yourself and your background? Sure, yeah. Um, happy to be here, everyone. Uh, I'm uh, on the product team over at uh, DocuSign on one of the uh, API-focused teams here. Uh, basically, been doing the product thing and Hey, Jeremy, we're getting a little bit of uh, internet demons on your <laughs> API these um, months ago as they've been, you know, continuing. Uh, okay, okay, try that again. I, I always have the vacuum <laughs> computer if, if needed. Uh, not sure you heard there, but basically I've been working on APIs for many years at DocuSign recently. Uh, I joined them as they're really expanding and building out many products, but also expanding on the, on the API front. And uh, yeah, happy to always happy to, to join in for any Google initiatives. Charles, as you know, I've been working with uh, Google as well as the GDE for, for quite a while now. Yeah, so a couple of things before, before we dive too deep into it. Welcome, uh, Jeremy, for folks who haven't realized it or maybe not aware, Jeremy's been around Workspace for a super long time and he is actually a Workspace GDE. Jeremy and I met many years ago now at one of our events, and he was—he uh, wandered into a room and started talking about all the wonderful things he knows about actually building and working on a workspace. And so he joined us, and he's—he's, uh, he's, uh, you know, your insights have been great uh, over the years. So so happy to have you here. Who's joining us? Uh, Nima, tell us about yourself and your role. Hey guys, happy to be here as well. Uh, my name is Nima Polat. I'm a senior software engineer at DocuSign. And I'm in charge of all the SDKs that DocuSign releases. Um, all the five languages that we support mm. and all the APIs that support. All of it is all me. Um, <laughs> I know, <laughs> no pressure, right? 
Um, I've been at DocuSign for just about a year. It's been an amazing ride, and I'm looking forward to our discussion today. Awesome. So it's all it's that's it's quite a big thing. I was, I was saying to everybody before the show, and of course I know DocuSign. I've used like Steve. I've used DocuSign personally and professionally, but I was blown away by the amount of resources, the APIs, uh, the opportunities that you afford developers. And so I can't wait to dig into that. Um, but before we do, just in case anybody doesn't really understand how you position your business and what it is, who'd like to take a shot at really kind of summing up DocuSign is, is some of your offerings? Yeah, well, I think, you know, DocuSign is well known for digital signatures, you know, being able to get content signed without the paper trail. And uh, in many ways, it's actually more secure as there are many ways of verifying who's actually signing. Uh, and they've been around since 2003, focused on that but uh, as as we can see there's there's a lot more to to DocuSign than than that today there's uh, notarization so there's a lot about user verification user IDs um, there's a lot going on on this CLM side of things on workflow to make digital signatures not not to make actually not just about digital signatures but be really a part of various business processes of just getting things done at your company and working across companies. Uh, hopefully our marketing team doesn't quote me verbatim on that, but uh, that's why I'd like to uh, pitch that they're going beyond uh, beyond e-signature today. Absolutely. No, and we'd love to hear more about it. Okay. I think it, what, what's really impressive is uh, I was reading some of the, you've got the DocuSign developer conference coming up and um, uh, later in the month, oh, next month, in fact, um, and the, in fact, you know, DocuSign has a, you know a core business that it's doing. But the, in terms of the number of developers and partners that are using the DocuSign platform, it's like I think the, the quoted figure is sixty percent of all transactions are by by partners or, and developers. So that seems like a huge figure. Is that a part of the business that uh, is really looked after and catered for? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the magic of APIs, and uh, I, I'm not surprised when, when I joined DocuSign of, of those numbers. Uh, so I, I worked with DocuSign years ago, uh, going back about 13 years when I was working at Box. Uh, back in 08, we were a partner of DocuSign. Uh, DocuSign was a much smaller company back then, and we were just working with their APIs free signature. Uh, but we can see over time what's happened with DocuSign, both as they've expanded horizontally um, on the product side and as they've enabled all these APIs. The company at its core has a customer-facing product, um, but clearly the APIs are a key component to success. So many of our customers rely on those APIs to be part of their own experience to work with their own existing tools. Now, you're absolutely right. We saw the success there. We see you've um, listed you know, over 350 integrations from other organizations. You're you know, roughly 100,000 developers are active in your in your ecosystem building solutions, which is a pretty massive number. And so super, super interesting that you said. One thing I was, looking, I was just checking out here, I love, this is actually written on your developer site. Uh, you have an API for everything, and that's kind of your motto and your tagline, which, you know, Nima, you keep pretty busy. There are a lot of APIs. What are some of the APIs that are available? What are some of the things that developers can do through the APIs? What's kind of the... You know, the click first. 
Well, if you if you ever use the DocuSign admin, anything that you can do there, we expose the APIs publicly so you can build your own integrations. Um, we have a lot of real estate companies and law firms that build their own um, workflows, right? So if the client has a document, it's automatically generated, the lawyer is tagged, and the customer is populated, and all this done automatically. Um, we have some pretty cool um, APIs where, you know, if there's an update to your document, then we send a notification to your webhook directly, right? So we created all these APIs so that you never even have to pull our endpoints to get a status updates. Um, I can go through a whole list of cool <laughs> things that we've done, but just take my word for it that if there's something you can imagine with a document being signed, there's probably API out there that does it. Um, and you can always reach out to us or we'll tell you how we can use the endpoints. So, so Jeremy, you're product manager, obviously, for, for managing the APIs. And one of the things you were saying is you've got to figure out how to actually make these easy to use and bring them all together and make them successful, but also you're supporting massive product teams behind you with all these different initiatives. What's that, what's that take? What's, what do you, what's, your, what's your job like? Yeah, so first of all, I am not the PM for all of our APIs. Uh, I am APM on one of the teams that works on APIs uh, at DocuSign today. Uh, there was a time when I knew the whole DocuSign API team. That was, you know, 13 years ago when it was a much smaller company. Uh, you know, as Nima mentioned, we have so many APIs now. Um, it's not just the admin API or an API just for notar notarization or the click API to, you know, streamline the ability to handle you know just um the you know website terms and conditions and agreements um but industry specific you know nima mentioned lawyers and in real estate we have the rooms product which is a product just for the real estate industry and the rooms team has apis around that with with many more to come um now as you have all these different product areas with various apis um you want to make it easy for developers to work with all of these APIs. So the, the original APIs really were on eSignature, and that's a, a separate team. We work very closely with that team, but they have their um, their existing APIs. And working with all of these other teams um, who are trying to get their APIs in such a way that you know they're highly functional, but also someone who's working on an app with DocuSign can very easily work across these, these APIs. Uh, Nemo is also talking quite a bit about our, our SDKs. That's a big component to our team. So that all these teams, as they're working on their APIs, well, they work with us to actually get the SDKs released. We're here to make the process of getting good, solid APIs planned, built, and launched much easier, and to make sure there's also that solid developer experience. I'm sure you've all known, and this has right. been known across many APIs, um, only so many developers will actually call an API directly. We acknowledge that it does happen, but most of the time they're using SDKs, other code samples that are specific to their use cases. And we're working with these teams to make sure that that layer of supportive tools, the SDKs as well, are, are really solid. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of coordination, a lot of communication required in in a, in, in, in a place like this. You know, I've worked at many startups where it's different. You're working on just one API. There's plenty of communication you have to work on. You have to work on across uh, across teams, but when each team is working on a different API, uh, it can be more of a challenge uh, to to really scale this and make sure that all these teams are coordinated. 
Uh, luckily, you know, the culture is very good at DocuSign, so uh, it's it's much easier to to work cross-functionally. So how many lang programming languages do you support with your APIs, or does it depend on the API itself? Nima, you want to respond yeah. to that one? Sure, sure. I mean, we support the the big five, right? We have C Sharp, Java, Node, PHP, Ruby, and we also support iOS and Android. Um, yeah, so I guess seven, if I if I if I count it correctly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what what does so if someone's coming fresh, they found your website, and um, your developer website. What what what's the onboarding like for someone interested in building on the DocuSign platform? Is there verification needed or anything like that? Or can you get started and then do other verification type things forever down the line? So we have our developer center, our documentation, and then of course the console. So our, our APIs are publicly documented. Uh, so anyone can come to our site, find guides, find the API references. They want to dive right into the AP, into the APIs directly or documentation on our on our SDKs and, and our code samples. Uh, so plenty of information is available without registering. Uh, and of course, this is not like a mapping API. This is an API where you need an account. So yes, you do need to register as a developer. Um, but once you do, you can create uh, an integration key and get things configured to, to build an application with us. What I would add to that um, is that we also have a bunch of quick starts where we generate uh, the project file for you. And he has a lot of examples on how to do different things with the e-sign rooms and click and all the APIs that we have. So you can literally just put in your integration code and then you get a project file that is ready to go and you can start playing with our APIs. That's awesome. Hey, I know Martin's already flashed a banner up for your developer conference. If you do that again, that'd be awesome. Are either of you or both of you going to be presenting at that? Do you have a session? Is there something you should tell folks to tune in for? Go ahead. Yeah, we go. go ahead. We're both presenting. <laughs> awesome. I understand there's a session that you also have with someone from our team. Is that correct? Awesome. Yeah. So. So that one, uh, yeah. So I'm uh, presenting with uh, Christian over on the uh, on the workspace team, uh, and yeah, what, what is going on? We've, we've worked quite. DocuSign has worked quite a bit with uh, Google Workspace over over many years. So it's one reason why I was glad to uh, join DocuSign since I'd been working with DocuSign. Also been working with uh, with Workspace for for many years, um, and we've had that integration with uh, you know Gmail and Google Drive and Google Docs, the add-ons. Uh, what we're actually presenting on is tooling that will enable other developers to better integrate DocuSign with Workspace in general and not just rely on the, the integrations that we built with uh, Workspace. And that's namely done by utilizing, uh, speaking of SDKs and libraries and code samples, uh, Google Apps Script. So uh, yeah, we, we have, um, we're still tweaking it, but we have uh, basically a, an API library for DocuSign that works with AppScript. So for those who really want to integrate deeply with Google Sheets, other aspects of Google Workspace, or for those who want to build your own add-ons, uh, we're going to make it easier through an API library to connect your, your add-ons and your other code uh, directly with, with DocuSign. So at our conference, we're, we're working with Christian over on the Workspace team to uh, share 
what's been built and and how to how to do that with with app script and, and the DocuSign api awesome that's is that new stuff is that new content this is this is new content so we have we have you know had those add-ons with uh with uh, workspace for for many years um but the app script library this is this is going to be new and nima are you responsible for this as well this is part of your uh your 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 background uh yeah, yeah. I, I i helped jeremy putting some of those demos together um yeah, but my session is less shiny than Jeremy's. I'll be presenting, uh, <laughs> I'll be presenting our Postman collection, and, and we're partnering with the Postman team uh, to show off some of their uh, Postman workspace features that they're they're rolling out. So that's going to be exciting. Okay. So without out stealing any of your thunder on your sessions or on any announcements or any topics, um, can you give us a little preview of what the AppScript libraries entail? Uh, is there any any details or or, or processes on how you would get started or, or even where you'd find more information about it. I know I don't want to, again, premature anything, but what can, what can you tell folks? Or should we just yeah, so them? we haven't published the library yet. That's okay. going to happen around the time of the uh, the conference. Okay. And yeah, by the way, while Nima is presenting on Postman, he did actually develop the, uh, the library. All I've done was make some tweaks for something we can demo. Um, but at the conference, we're going to demo this, how it works, and by then we'll have a solid one for for the community to start trying out um where it's going to be released uh, i would just keep a lookout on on our dev center uh, most likely we'll just have it where we have our, our other sdks you know we have a node sdk as well so things will just be placed alongside it, it is convenient that app script uh essentially is, is is javascript so what we had already with our experience already with javascript sdks it was very easy to, to port something over um, this is something that will take more and more iteration over time as we continue to add more and more apis to the DocuSign ecosystem um, but what I, what I can acknowledge is that you know there, there's going to be a focus more on our core apis in uh, any signatures initially um, but uh, there's always room to add more APIs to these these libraries over time, especially as we get more feedback from developers and what they want to do to to work with DocuSign and Workspace. I wonder, Nima, uh, what, what was your app script experience like mm. as as a developer? Were there any kind of gotchas that you had to work through? I, I know you've got a couple of Medium posts sharing some of the things you've learned along the way. Yeah, my experience was zero. I, I think Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy was the person who really got me started on this, and he has a lot of experience in this field, so it made my life a little bit easier. Uh, the big question that I still have in my head, and up to this point bugs me, uh, is really understanding what Google Apps Script environment is. You know, like it's not it's not a browser and it's not a full Node environment. So what is it exactly, right? Um, and you know, it seems like from from the documents that I read, it, it looks like it's a modified version of a local node. Um, so that took getting used to, right? Like the libraries that you have that you normally use will not work in AppScript. So just finding workarounds and finding solutions for it was, I think, the trickiest part of AppScript for me. So, on top of you know, obviously not you know. Uh, a road less traveled or or things that weren't apparent. What are some of the things that you enjoyed about it that you found, wow, that was surprisingly useful? And conversely, what are the, some of the things you're like, wow, that <laughs> different? <laughs> Honestly, what I loved the most was that I could just write code in my browser, debug it, 
and just I had to install nothing, right? I could just move from my Mac to my, you know, Chromebook, which by the way, I have a Chromebook, by the way. And <laughs> and like everything seamlessly just worked. So that part of it was that was pretty awesome. Um, at the same time, you know, with AppScript being one of the newer environments, I also ran into a lot of issues. Um, yeah. Like I, I did find the debugging sometimes didn't really work. It just, it, it would abruptly just stop working. Um, so definitely some headaches there that's going to be hammered out soon, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but I just, I love the fact that I could just open the browser, start coding. Like it doesn't get any easier than this. Yeah, and you and you mentioned, you know, what is this thing? It's kind of this in-between thing. And and you're absolutely right. The the key audience has always been, hey, I can, you know, I don't have to do anything, it's there. I just I don't install anything, configure everything, it just works. The key challenge that you recognize is obviously there's a, a bit of a cliff that you you can come up against if you uh if you take it too far or expect it to do too much. And and so if, you know, folks like Martin, Steve, and the rest of the folks tuning in, normally you're kind of used to some of those bugaboos. Um, but the, the attractiveness is, is what keeps people coming back, at least we hope, and, and it's pretty useful. The other thing I love is just the, you know, the tight reach into you know, the rest of the environment. You know, with a couple lines of code, I'm actually manipulating a document, I'm manipulating a, a Gmail, or I can throw up a panel and collect user information pretty, pretty quickly. And so from that standpoint, it's brilliant. It's, knowing, it's trying to learn what you don't know yet or what you should know or what others have probably fumbled through is the hard part. And, uh, it, it's definitely something that uh, it's a, an acquired taste sometimes for, for developers to dive into. Now, when it comes to uh, supporting your APIs, I can imagine with so many users and developers, uh, you could potentially be busy just with support. Do you have like a community for developers to help each other with? There is uh, an API community uh, within, within Diagnostics. So we have our forums. We have a means of, of gathering feedback, and of course, we have you know developer relations folk. We have technical writing folk. It's it's quite a few people who are working working on APIs, uh, and and yeah, I mean, people here we all know that that's often the secret sauce to uh, to good developer experience. It's not just having solid APIs; it's having really good support and uh, and communication. So yeah, for those who are signing up who have questions, we we certainly have uh, services and people who are ready to help. That's super awesome. And, and you mentioned that. And one thing that I love is you've got, first of all, you, we have a very similar developer center location, developers.docusign.com or developers.google.com slash workspace. I, I, I was blown away by how, not just the, the number of APIs you have, but the resources you have up there and the content you have up there. And your team's done a wonderful job of really kind of, again, doing the last mile to make a developer platform more than just APIs, but really an, an ecosystem you can rely on. So, so congrats to your team for, for putting that best effort forward. It's pretty awesome. Thank you. Was, was, it was before my time, but uh, <laughs> great to see what uh, what they what they've built out. And some of it goes to these little things like, oh, you want to download, you know, some code. You want to download SDK or Quick Start code. We'll we'll ask you some questions and generate something for you and recommend the right code for you. It's not just here the docs, here here the samples. Here's Quick Start. Go for it. Uh, awesome. We ask you some questions and we try to guide you from there. That's awesome. I think we want that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. In in terms of DocuSign's presence and workspace, and you know, so you've mentioned that you're developing a, a client library for AppScript. Did that avenue come out of market research or demand from the wider audience, or just horizon scanning and just you know seeing that workspace potentially has a lot of potential DocuSign customers on it? 
I'd say it comes from a few factors. Uh, and first of all, we have you know had our, our iteration with uh, Google for for many years. Uh, we also have had experience developing SDKs on specific platforms. So most of the SDKs, PHP, Ruby, Python, J Java, they're just about languages. We have a couple that are you know specific to mobile and or in iOS. Um, we do have a toolkit uh, for uh, Salesforce's Apex. Uh, and so we've been interested in in these sort of things. Uh, as you know, I've I've though worked for a very long time with uh, with with AppScript. I have worked with Apex a bit in the past, uh, but you know, I find the AppScript it just fits it fits so nicely and it works so easily. Um, you know, I've hacked together a few things in the past. I you know decided one day at, at a company I want to make it easier to. Um, create agendas for events because people keep forgetting to like create agendas and have minutes and actually have organized meetings. So what if I had a little script that plugged into Google Calendar and Google Docs and made it real easy to when you're creating an event, this script would detect that you've created the event and go and like copy Google Doc and give you an agenda template. Uh, and these things are just very easy to do with AppScript. Uh, now we do have customers and customer feedback for, for Workspace. I, I can't share the specifics there. Um, but there is a factor, including developer feedback. Um, and admittedly, some of it is just, you know, we've had a lot of good experiences with Workspace in the past. We're very excited for what AppScript can do. We know that there's ongoing improvement there. And it also is just pretty easy to, to set up a library in AppScript if you have the right bits in place. You know, we already had the Node SDK. And, of course, we had to make certain tweaks to, to make that work with, um, with AppScript. But uh, it wasn't too tricky. Uh, in fact, uh, as, as we acknowledge, much of our, our SDK code is automatically generated through you know, an open source SDK generator that takes uh, an API schema like Swagger or newer open API options and generates these libraries and SDKs. Uh, there isn't anything officially there for AppScript today. Uh, and that is something that I've been encouraging before joining DocuSign for something to consider. But there are... There's no, there are other JavaScript generators there that get pretty close. Um, so that makes it very easy to simply make your APIs more accessible to developers within the uh, within the workspace community. Uh, and we're very excited to see what, what developers there are going to be able to do. We've gotten plenty of feedback from current customers, but we know there's, there's more within the workspace community. We look forward to working with them. Yeah, awesome. I have a question for you, maybe an odd question, but, you, you know, I would imagine a large number of users of your end products, both yours directly and, and what your your developers, your third parties produce, your integrations produce. Uh, obviously, there's enterprise solutions focused on businesses, but a lot of your customer base is consumers, right? And we know consumers obviously are a super large target audience, and you know, buy a house or do legal documents or whatever. And it's somebody with a Gmail account and a Docs account, and they're they're doing this stuff. Is there any Differences or added pressure or challenges that you hear developers face or that you see directly that you have to do because you have such a wide swath of kind of responsibility out there? Is there any nuances? You know, when it comes to consumer, SMB, and enterprise, uh, I've given talks at other places about the differences between them. And what I'll just say here is they're very, very different. Yeah. Uh, I, I've worked with many startups that thought they could straddle SMB and enterprise simultaneously. And at best, what will happen is they'll test the waters with both, and whichever one lands well, they'll, they'll focus. 
uh, companies who really think, oh, it's the same thing going from consumer to SMB, they use it the same way. Ah. Uh, and in DocuSign's case, yeah, it's, it's a very eclectic mix of consumers, of small businesses, and of, of large enterprises. Now, for developers, I'd say the biggest item here is that we have, uh, I mean, first of all, we have customers who are building apps for internal use. So many enterprises need to bring us into their own workflows, into other products that they use. Uh, but then we also have, you know, just like our, our add-ons, those apps that are meant to be distributed for small businesses to use, for consumers to use. And so we're working with both developers who are building things just for their own company, um, but also for those partners who are launching apps uh, externally. Uh, I can also acknowledge that we we do have we do see a mix of experience from developers, and this is a common thing also for enterprise products, and especially those that have to integrate with various other enterprise tools, some of which may be um, on prem, or some of which may just otherwise be legacy solutions. So, for those developers who are, you know, they have some experience with coding, they may even still be learning how to code, and we can sometimes identify that. Uh, there are those who are really experienced, and, and there are even sometimes developers who have experience with development, but they may have been used to working on desktop applications or on-prem software, and they're not actually as used to working on, on RESTful web APIs. Uh, that's a common challenge for modern enterprise tech, uh, and it's been, it's been actually a great experience seeing it, a challenge, but seeing how we have to work with different kinds of developers, different levels of experience, different backgrounds, and, uh, and, and being able to support them all. And I imagine because obviously what you're doing, your process is you're kind of the, you know, the validation that kind of, the, you know, last mile of thing, this document has actually been signed by this person, just to put it in layman terms that I understand. There's also security considerations that are different, right? I mean, is there anything that you have to do specifically with your APIs or with your, your developer community to, to help them manage security differently? So this, this we can talk about for, for many hours, <laughs> um, but there's security in, in the product and there's security in our, in our APIs, like, you know, the notarization tool, the idea there being that for certain aspects of signature, you can't just, you know, receive an email, prove that it's you and, and sign it. There may be a more formal process of even having a witness, a virtual witness as part of the system. Um, or just having extra layers to make sure that the person who's signing is who they say they are. Mm -hmm. And so there's that sort of security in the features we're providing, um, products that we're providing to customers to enable them um, to use DocuSign in a more secure manner. Uh, then, of course, for any API, you really want to make sure that your, your APIs are secure. Uh, what I'll say here, high level... Um, as someone who's worked on APIs for many years and has seen many dark moments in uh, Silicon Valley from companies who basically, the APIs were the weakest link. It was an afterthought and we caught security vulner vulnerabilities uh, through those APIs. Well, you know, we have, we have encrypted secrets. We have OAuth in our system. Uh, we have roles and permissions. We have administrative functionality. We make sure that, you know, you're not able to say as a very simple access uh, administrative functions if you're not actually an admin. So we have that kind of gradual permissioning system in our APIs. 
Uh, and we're constantly watching this because we have, again, various teams working on APIs and we want them to, we want that process of generating SDKs to be smooth. We want the ability for developers to work across these APIs to have a smooth experience, but also to make sure that each team is coordinated so that the data is secure, the roles and permissions are aligned, um, and that we are keeping that, that, that level of security that we have maintained all these years. Well, let's drill down on the bad actor thing again. Um, what if oh, Steve? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I have SMS add-on in uh, the game. It's like playing game of chess with the bad actors. But anyhow, so uh, is there any chance that you add an extra service to say, "Hey, we just scanned this contract and it looks spammy"? Do you ever go to that extent? You try to eliminate bad actors from using your product. Uh, so you're trying. You're asking if we can say identify. <clears throat> If there's an issue specifically within a document. Yeah, like, like, like if I think about my SMS texting example, if the content is given to some sort of uh, AI or ML thing, and it comes back to say the likelihood, the score is this is a bad actor, the content flags it, right? And I'm thinking from a document standpoint, is there some extra customer service level that you can say, wow, this looks so so bad. <laughs> so it, it's uh, this is this is not exactly our department, but we and we certainly work with teams that are involved in these sort of extra functionality within DocuSign. Um, to make sure I understand what you're asking about, you know, I've, I've worked with email APIs and SMS APIs. A challenge they do have is a spammer figures out they can use them to send a bunch of automated messages. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm not going to. They actually worked at a place where we were dealing with fax spamming, where we were basically enabling the use of like a digital faxing service for free. And uh, like we, we figured it, you know, it wasn't going to cost us much until someone figured out they could send, you know, a thousand plus faxes a day for free. And so they're actually using this like API to send a bunch of faxes. Now, in DocuSign's case, um, I think we're talking about like a hypothetical scenario where someone is trying to like send spam documents through DocuSign. Yeah, you know, the type uh, that says, hey, you've been awarded $10 million. I need your signature. And they <laughs> take that signature for other purposes, right? Uh, to like get, the, get them to sign like a document for something else in our system. Interesting. Um, okay, I, so I, it's, I will... it's less the spam and more the... Basically, yeah, sneaky. Yeah, you sign something you don't know what you're signing. I, I will add that, that we have a product named DocuSign Monitor, and it is designed exactly for that purpose. Uh, but right now, it's only enabled for our bigger enterprise customers, and it will do exactly what you described. It will scan the documents, even if the PDF file is a malicious one that is designed to blue screen your computer because using Windows for some reason or stuff like that. Um, it will flag and it would notify the administrator. So we do have the product, but it is a paid feature and is mainly for enterprises at this point. Sure, well, that's great. There is an API for that too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah. and it's okay. Literally <laughs> everything, Charles. An API is literally there is an API. everything. It's already in their models, an API for everything. And I'm, I'm really starting to believe them because they do have everything. <laughs> hey, so where do, you, where do you guys, what's next? Where do you guys go? What, what, what are you working on? What's the next step? What are some of the things? Again, anything you don't share secrets, of course, but what are some of the, the, the things you project going forward that uh, you're working on to improve the developer experience, to, to bring more DocuSign to the, 
to the world. So uh, we do have to be careful with you know what we officially share, although it won't be long before you hear some of it uh, at uh, at our at our conference later later next month. Um, what I can acknowledge is you know DocuSign's always been iterating and enhancing their APIs. Uh, I seen as an outsider for for over thirteen years, and we're only more invested in it today. Um, DocuSign really has one of the reasons why I joined was I could see that they really had been a pioneer. Uh, they, they, there was a lot of trial and error 10 to 13 years ago in APIs. And, um, <clears throat> you know, when, when I was at Box, we had some things that worked. We had some things that didn't work, and we learned from them. And then we iterated upon that. Uh, DocuSign, DocuSign as well. Uh, what you're seeing now is, you know, many new products, many new APIs, notarization, monitoring API, administrative functionality. Um, many of these products are new. They're on their V1 or their V2. You may have even seen just in the last few weeks some V2.1 API releases. Um, and so many of these teams, they're working on a, a small iteration. Some of them are working on their V2s and V3s. These are meant to add functionality. These are meant to, to make these APIs easier. They're also meant to make the APIs across these different teams uh, work work well together. Um, I think it is safe to acknowledge that as, as DocuSign has grown, we've also acquired many companies, many companies that also had APIs, APIs that when I reviewed them, they were great APIs, um, but they had maybe a different auth system. And so uh, these teams are updating their, their APIs as well. Uh, Watch for enhancements to our SDKs. We've made quite a few enhancements just over the last few months. There are, I, we can acknowledge there are some bigger things coming to make the experience of you know going beyond the APIs into the libraries and helper functions and all, all that that's coming along as well. Uh, we can acknowledge that there is more work going on in the developer UI as well, the developer center, the console. Can't share the specifics, but we have team members just focused on that. And uh, yeah, keep a lookout for AppScript because when, when AppScript goes out, we're going to want feedback from team members. We are looking forward to updating the, uh, the AppScript SDK as well. Yeah, you bring up an awesome point there. As you know, most of the folks uh, that tune in to watch this are doing some sort of workspace development or, or aspiring to or companies are, are asking for it. Um, how can they actually get involved and provide feedback specific to the workspace journey? How can we actually kind of make it you know, the best of both worlds better? Is there uh, specific things on your side that they should do or certain ways they could, you know, talk back to our community? Like what, what, do, what would you recommend they do to kind of, um, yeah, help improve the experience between the two? Obviously they can come to your session that you and Chris are at and uh, give, give tons of feedback, but what, what are some of the other ways that? Uh... Yeah, I, that, that's where I'd start actually. Uh, <laughs> check out the sessions, uh, check out the, uh, the app script code once we, once we open it up. And, you know, there's the developer forum. There's the community site. Uh, all right. Yeah, you have my name. You have Nima's name. You can reach out to us. You should probably reach out to me because, you know, I, I don't want Nima to get too, too distracted. But anything that goes to me, I'll, I'll relay over to Nima. Uh, but you can, you can try me down on LinkedIn. And, you know, before the conference, if you were thinking of working with DocuSign, if you were already working with the DocuSign API um, and you were trying to make it work better with Workspace, We'd love to hear what uh, what you were trying to do. So just just reach out to me, and I'd love to get the use cases, and we can make sure that's reflected and and what we're doing to provide those tools to make it easier to uh, to connect DocuSign with um, with Workspace. Uh, and just to add to that, um, we know many have, have 
you know, as we, we discussed earlier here, um, people remember DocuSign for digital signatures, but there's a lot more to DocuSign. Yeah. Um, a big component is DocuSign CLM, that workspace experience that's coming along. And uh, I think that's going to actually fit very well with what's going on with workspace. For folks who may uh, not so understand for- that, and folks may even be new to CLM, and, and besides being my initials, which is ironic, uh, contract <laughs> lifecycle management. Can, can you just give us a little bit of a brief? What 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 is that entail? What does that look like? People think all oh, workflow, workflow with documents, but can you kind of just elaborate a little? Uh, as a simple example, um, you know, I I was going through the process of buying a home. What does that take? That takes, you know, getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Uh, once you get, go through all the pre-approval process, processes and they're having you sign a lot of stuff, they're having you provide a lot of uh, information about your your bank account, your bank accounts, your financial history. Um, but then when you're actually buying the home, there's a lot going on between the buyer and the seller, the title company. So we have our lender, we have our buyer's agent we're working with, we have our seller's agent, we have um, also a title company. Yep. Now, when I was going through this, certain teams were using DocuSign and certain teams weren't using DocuSign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Consequently, we had a few hiccups in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to rip at the title company because there were circumstances, but um, the title company at times was actually out in the loop in certain details of the contract or the lender actually wasn't uh, had to confirm with the title company the actual date of closure. Uh, and so when it comes to documents, sending documents, signing the documents, often it's part of a multi-step process between teams and between companies. And uh, it's best to have a workflow where you can keep track of what's going on or set up the steps. Once something is signed by one person, who signs it next? Once one thing is completed, there may be another document that has to go out to the title company. Uh, And this requires a custom flow. So that's where this experience is really coming along, where DocuSign is becoming more and more of this enterprise solution that's not just about signatures. There's plenty around signatures. There's also about making this work with everything else you have to do in your business and making your business run more smoothly. I can see also how that can work very well with Workspace, which has these key tools that people are generally using, email, documents, and calendaring. They're essential, and they tend to go together. I've already, as you know, before joining DocuSign, hacked solutions that involved Gmail and Google Docs. And, you know, I worked with that product management tool that could take a Google spreadsheet and from content in that sheet, auto-generate a Google slide presentation. Uh, and you know, with with what we're already seeing with with the the, the add-on today that works that DocuSign has with both Gmail and Google Docs, and actually also the old the old Google Drive integration, um, that logically all of this can actually flow very well together. So anyone who's really using Workspace within your enterprise, I'm sure you're many of those are, are working with uh, with with DocuSign as well, um, enabling these two APIs. Um, our signature APIs, workflow APIs, and utilizing AppScript, allowing all these APIs to work together can create a very seamless workflow. And you're absolutely right. And if you would, Steve, did you have a specific question, by the way? Well, yeah, I was just going to follow up. Does that include if conditions like, oh, Steve Webster lives in Florida, give him the document for hurricane insurance? Uh, that's <laughs> the thing. 
Um, there's there is something like that in the interface today. Yes, you're having that sort of a mapping, and yes, conditions. Well, we are generally a fan of IFTTT kind of <laughs> things, both in API world and in a general nice. Let me ask you a question. I think it's a fascinating thing. Like I said, every use case that anybody that gets documents and the home buying experience is one, legal processing, you know, wills, estates, trusts, all those things make sense. And there's ununified processes out there that can drop the ball and make it hard along the way. Are a lot of, are, obviously you build your own solutions. There's third parties building solutions, but we find a lot of, especially the smaller businesses, you know, lawyers or real estate companies don't necessarily have the resources or the developers to do it. Where do you see the market going for that? Are there people looking to buy more than build, build more than buy? Obviously you're building APIs, you're hoping they're building, but where's the sweet spot for a lot of these CLMs to come to come to market? Yeah, uh, just watching the clock because that's another one of those like we can present for hours on this yeah, topic. Yeah. Um, but a few things to consider, you know, when working on APIs for many years, you want to see, you know, integrations work more seamlessly. And sometimes we see connector tools, mm. node-based systems, or the Zapiers of the world that make it really easy if you have a simple API to connect via an interface. Um, give me one moment. Sure. Mm. Yeah, so this is the part of the show we love when you actually have to get the guest <laughs> Uh, I actually do not know what just happened. <laughs> uh, we are <laughs> live. Calls. But anyways, um, you know, there's always thought of like, what kind of interface can you put on top of APIs? And sometimes these connectors like Zapier come along that way of how do you make integrations easier? But sometimes they don't come in from the API angle. They just come in from the user experience angle of what are people trying to do and how do you make that kind of flow simpler? Uh, you know, DocuSign CLM, a big component to this is saying, okay, well, you should be able to connect things. You should be able to define these flows without having to be a developer. I won't really call, call that like a loco noco thing. I mean, the, the term is, is still being defined, in my opinion. I've, there are a lot of things I would categorize as loco noco that others don't. CLM isn't meant to be, I mean, CLM isn't, it, at its core, it's just meant to be a customer-facing product, but there is an API there, and that allows this to, to work better with, with other tools. Um, I think there are some things that are going to be customer-specific, um, industry-specific, like you know DocuSign Rooms, that's really just about supporting those in the real estate space. And there's a lot that's built on top of existing DocuSign products, and on top of that, they have their own APIs as well. Um, so the intent there is like for a very specific use case, you don't have to be a developer. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it, not sure, I wouldn't really call it loco noco, just we have some products that are very specific to the real estate industry. So it just works for you. Um, but yes, the APIs are there. And through things like AppScript, the nice thing about working with a tool like AppScript, for the developers who don't want to host everything, don't want to have all the infrastructure, just want to have something light, um, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're now accessible through that. Awesome. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. Hey, you mentioned we're, we're coming up on time and I, I wanted to ask you, Jeremy, if you, if you take your docu sign hat off for a second, put your GDE hat on. One of the things I've always loved having conversations with you is you always have great insights on, on where workspace is and, and where it could be, where it could go better for developers. And, and so I know the folks in the community have not have heard from you for a while since you've jumped inside of DocuSign and kind of went, uh, went deep there. 
but I know you pay attention to workspace quite a bit. What are some of the things you're seeing or hearing or, or like to see better? What's kind of your state of the union, if you would, for from what you've seen in the workspace world recently? Yeah, and um, yeah, there's a lot from from my experience before DocuSign, and, and much from my experience while while at DocuSign. Uh, when it comes to say, we can talk about the add-on system. We can talk about uh, we can talk about AppScript. Uh, when it comes to AppScript, um, you know, whipped up a few scripts uh, in the past, especially during COVID. That was my opportunity to like hack away a bunch of things I really wanted to to get to. Um, and you know, a few things that came up. I think during this time there were updates to the uh, to the AppScript IDE, which is great mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. Uh, and that also, it, including that interface, is a better system to handle libraries. Um, but immediately we noticed, you know, how do you make libraries accessible? Oh, we have to share our library. We have to grab the provide this ID. You have to copy the ID into your system. There isn't much information on any updates going on, except you, know, you have to trust that the ID is correlated to maybe something that we're hosting in GitHub and something that we're updating there and, and sharing our version information. Um, and you know, the ability to be able to find these sort of libraries uh, as a developer on AppScript, I think is going to be great long term. Yeah. And something else I'm encouraging those who want to build their APIs, uh, you know, there's there's the 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 library generators, the SDK generators. Um, I was before joining DocuSign hoping to see something to generate these in an app script. Now we've confirmed that the JavaScript uh, solutions, uh, JavaScript modules within these uh, generators, you know, they they they, they do the trick. You, you need to do some tweaking afterwards, but they they do the trick. Uh, but you know, I, I can imagine having a nice a nice system specifically for app script for anyone with an API to very easily generate these libraries. For other developers to um, to consume, yeah. Without, uh, without, without getting secrets away, I know that's something that uh, Keith and team are are um, exploring and evaluating. Well, right. someone's yeah. already done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go, that, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I think we knew uh, from work. Hmm? Spencer Easton a couple of years ago, he he developed uh, something to digest the the Google Discovery API and generate Google. Libraries for AppScript. It's it's very rough around the edges, but I, I fully heart fully heart agree with you that um, having something that anyone can use to generate libraries would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I guess item three on AppScript, and if there's time, we can talk about add-ons too. Uh, Nima, I'm sure, is also has more specific uh, feedback I, for, for AppScript. Yeah, I'd love, um, get, I'd love to get your feedback on the add. Like I said, obviously, we know your add-on and it's publicly available and it's one of the better, um, well-known ones in the marketplace. I'd love to get your feedback on it, uh, on what you've seen, what you've liked and not liked. Yeah, yeah so, I yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. I, I'm going to jump in there because I was a little bit more excited <laughs> about all the things I want to say about. Google uh, App Script. Uh, so number one thing is that you know we need to get a token to call our endpoints. And what I quickly realized is that uh, you know like there's no APIs that App Script provides that will take an RSA private key right now. You accept a private key, but not an RSA private key. So one thing that we had to do manually was to essentially like manually convert our RSA private key into a normal private key, and then there was an API that could consume that, right? And the challenge with that is that DocuSign only provides you with the RSA private key from our admin dashboard. So just with that, like we're leaving our developers with the manual stuff they would have to do by themselves. 
Um, that's number one. I mean, number two is why not an NPM package management? I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like Node went so long to bring in NPM. Now we're going back to bundling everything inside a uh, file um, and providing it over the cloud or something like that. Um, and last but not least, uh, we realized that you know we're using Super Agent to make our network calls, our APIs, and we quickly realized Super Agent is not supported. We tried with Fetch. Fetch was not supported, and we essentially discovered this uh, URL Fetch API that Google Apps Script provides. So immediately, we had to go that manual step of going through our SDKs and scrapping all the super agent code out and putting um, you know, URL Fetch APIs instead. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I could go on. I, I have a heavy heart sometimes with some go, of these go. things. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least is the secret management, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, with our APIs, we're making you know API calls, which means we have a token, which means we are getting a JWT uh, token generator, and that means we're going to have client secrets or a private key somewhere in our code. And we quickly realized there is no safe way that you can store your private key anywhere. Um, and again, as you know, with a private key, it never expires. So if that thing is leaked, right. yeah, that's a giant security problem altogether. Um, so yeah, uh, but on the other side, I I just I like that none of these issues were particularly difficult to overcome, right? I just I found that the documentation was really good. Um, it, it actually talked about some of these limitations that I mentioned as well, and I just I found that if you just read the documentation, it's really good at walking you through it, and I'm sure any developer can just follow that to be able to get their work done. So first of all, that's awesome feedback and um, duly noted, and it's recorded. The second thing, you, you made a great segue for our next week's show, which is our documentation team. So we're going to have uh, Nathan and Kara come and actually talk about how we actually maintain and manage our documentation. So tune in for that. So thanks for that segue. You threw it up there. It was easy for me to grab and take and <laughs> run into. We're just about out of time. First of all, before, I just want to thank you for taking your time out and, and sharing with us your insights and, and, and where we have you know great overlap for developers between our two platforms. Uh, also, again, just super impressed with what you guys have built personally. Um, so, you know, congratulations on that. Look forward to your developer conference. Uh, Martin, Steve, what do you what do you say? What do you think? Yeah, I thought I enjoyed today's show. I'm looking forward to the uh, App Script library. So, <laughs> well, I think this is the thing when. You open yourself to the world of batch scripts. You're, you're opening yourself to many and varied, wonderful things. So I'm really looking forward to what some of your existing and new developers make of um, App Script and how it integrates into DocuSign. So we have to have you back on once the library's out and get you to um, maybe highlight some of the, the the cool and interesting things that you you've seen come out of the community. Yeah, definitely. Do keep in touch. Let us know. Definitely. Sure, we'd uh, both be happy to, to help out there. We're, we didn't get to chat as much about uh, add-ons. Um, maybe we can save that for another time. Uh, yeah. Our team wasn't the team that built the, the add-on. That's why we for, for <laughs> we've, we've worked with add-ons. Well, thanks very much. As Charles mentioned, we're just back same time next week, and um, we're looking at uh, uh, the, well, how to write good documentation, I think. It is, you know, it, I mean, yeah, 
which I think is a, a great skill to have in general, um, being able to do technical writing. writing. So hopefully you'll get some tips from that. Uh, again, thanks to Nima and Jeremy for joining us. Um, we hope your conference goes well and you get a lot of uh, totally unscripted fans coming along. To <laughs> Thank you for having us. I, I enjoyed our talk for sure. Until next time. Thank you, everyone. Happy scripting. <laughs>